Look at this thing one more time, I'm guessing. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, there he is. Color coordinated beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I'm a streamer. There we go. Press record. Pressed it. It's recording. Uh, we're good. Real fancy. <laughs> Real fancy. I tried the little camera trick the other day. How yeah. do you fiddle with the camera settings like you just did while you're live on the air? Where are you doing that? There's through? a little thing up in the corner, the little mm -hmm. like toggle switches, and then it says video yeah. effects. Okay. And then cool. center stage portrait, studio light. I'll check that out next time. Okay, studios. Studios good. I was just thinking about how amazing this is when it works. It's like absolutely magic. And then like right then I had no idea how to fix it other than like turn <laughs> off the device and turn it back on. And if it doesn't work, then what? Like it just works. I don't know. Turn off the magic box. Yeah. Basically. What else do you do? Yeah. I don't know. It's not like you can get under the hood. Just cuss at it. That works too. How things? Better. I feel like I've been waiting on things for endless amounts of time. I think I bitched about that last time, but some stuff has started to arrive, which is nice. Got the mother palette halfway made. I mean, like it's flat, it's sized. I drilled half of the size. I'm doing like two sets of holes for different size of fasteners, different fixturing. So there's like mm -hmm. eight millimeter and 12 millimeter using these cool new to me I'm sure they're ancient for everybody else, but series nine mighty bites that look they're they're really cool idea and that like they have a little bit of a cam head to the bolt. I'll send you a link. It'll be easier to understand. Send me a link. They use an M12, and then if you rotate it, it has different distances from the center line to the outside of the fastener. So it kind of lets you do different. Uh oh, two freeze. Right there. there we go. That link froze your internet. Yeah. The Mighty Bites broke the internet. Yeah, so they have a, a different size. So like from the center line of the bolt that fastens it down uh, to the outside, it's kind yeah. of like an octagon with misshapen sides. And they're serrated, they're smooth. And so you go from, the ones I got go from 12 to, to no, 12 to 17 millimeters from the center line. Mm. So it's kind of cool that you that can like... Handy size a bunch of different stuff without needing to like have 15 different hole alignments from your stop. Um, yep. Yeah. So you're going to put those on the mother pellet as a work holding yep, device? Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, it seems like a good idea hmm. as of right now. And I'm using yeah. the, I made my first Saunders order and somebody recommended Ooh. this little backstop rail they use for their, mo their mod vices. And oh, yeah. so... It's serrated on the backside, too, because basically all of this is just going to be like first stop situations, I think, on that mm -hmm. giant thing. But other than that, it's it's gone well. I did form tapping on all the eight millimeter holes, and it just beautifully does its thing. But it feels like it's taken me two weeks of just like tediously acquiring things and like yeah figuring out the layout, and it's just, it felt slow on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I've been better. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Life's ups and downs. You know. Juicy. But work is good. Had a bit of a freak out this week. You know, things just got, things have gotten to a point financially where it was getting a bit mm. like ha hairy, as we would say. Yeah. In Australia. We say that. 
You say Harry? Cool. Yeah. What's your name? We, Sarah and I got on a kind of like a an emergency help. What do we do? Yeah. Call with our business coach yesterday, which was really good because he just talked some sense into us. He was like, right, which month was it last working? Like, wasn't that long ago that you guys were doing really well? Look at the, that month and the preceding months and just like analyze it, work out what the hell are you doing? And yeah. he was like, it feels like you guys have just, you know, been tracking along well, you've made incremental changes. And at some point, those incremental changes have just led you slightly astray. And all you need to do is just look yep. at what those changes were and just like pull things back That's to center. So simple. Sounds so simple. So that was just good to be talked, talked sense into because I think both of us were having a bit of sort of fight or flight response. I know I've, oh, yeah. I've had plenty of I've had plenty of flight response lately, but Sarah too was starting to just get a bit of like so paralysis, like the freeze, like third bit of that. Oh, flight, yeah, flight fright, oh. flight fright. Been here too freeze. much lately. And, and both of us were like, "What do we do?" So that was good. That was positive. So I came off that call yesterday with a bunch of notes that we then have to do something with. But um, meanwhile, you know, things are things are tracking up. Sales sales are okay. Could be way better, but they're tracking back in the right direction. Is any How's of this supported by trends that are normal, or is it like just kind of all over the place in terms, or like off you mean, off your trends? Like you mean sort of annual, annual or something? Because I know you said like summer people take vacations, and I mean it's a little bit past, I guess, the start of the year now. So I, I mean, I have similar yeah. concerns. So no, I do feel like it's against the normal ups and downs like it's it's, it's so variable like yeah. last january was quite strong this january january was terrible like, i don't know mm-hmm. obviously there's mm-hmm. some fresh economic factors here and i feel like our sort of key target market sits squarely in that middle band who are getting smashed the hardest with interest rate rises at the moment you know yeah good here yeah. Hmm. yeah challenging times for lots of people and yeah, just it always feels weird kind of being a business that a person and a company who's kind of sensitive to consumption and being like wanting to tell people, hey, don't buy more stuff. You don't need it. But at the same time, like buy more stuff. Buy st- please support, buy stuff. Support local business. Buy all the things, please. That, that weird tension there but um for yeah, sure meanwhile you know we dropped digital ad spend we paused all digital ad spend it's more accurate term at the end yeah. of feb and it's been super interesting watching the analytics over the first what are we eight eight days of the month yeah and seeing how has what it been? does look it's been all right the saw the little traffic graph yesterday you know dipped Expected as yep. we expected and flatlined, but there was a little increase over the last mm. few days. So like it's not totally like flatlining. There's managed to sort of maintain a little uptick again, which is a great sign. But overall, probably traffic's down fifty percent. So big, big drop. Yeah, that's a it lot. Is a, it is a drop off, but revenue is up for the months in Shopify, mm-hmm. and our, uh, because <laughs> of that traffic drop off it meant that our conversion rate jumped almost to immediately to my one percent target like which is pretty wow. funny so my six months so it was there the whole time basically 
it was there. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So that was pretty funny just observe. It was like, because a few weeks ago, I set a six monthly target of increasing our conversion rate in Shopify to 1%. And then and like, traffic dropped off. Check. I was like, oh, we're there. Great. That was easy. <laughs> Already done. Um, so I might need to reassess that target. Now, if one sort of traffic stabilizes and we work out what the new normal is, probably have to reassess that target. But yeah. meanwhile, you know, there's still the the important bit of just sales target can we hit that yeah, yeah. so we'll see that's on track mm-hmm. um, how's sales at your end? what's 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 interesting about that like to me is mm. i don't have you know like a, our sales been down since like feb uh, november actually since we started selling the dust boots it's been pretty consistent Went up a little bit when we you know, launched the ATC pedestals because those were a new product. Haven't had any really new products. Yeah. So that, you know, that's kind of the goal is more new stuff. Still, like, I got to get out the pedestals this month. Part of my um, frustration with the slowness of, like, the mother pallet happening because that's how I'm going to make the next fixturing for the forks that needs to go on the okay. router. This daisy chain of things. But, you know, I run out of steam in terms of, like, getting sales doing things like generating more sales. And I'm curious, like you guys are trying different things. You're posting more. You're like, when you say you have a goal of more sales, is there anything that's like, I don't know. I don't even know how to ask it. How do you do that? How do you do more sales? You know what I mean? Of like, (laughs) especially products, you know, there's advertising, you're doing marketing. Are you doing something else that generates that? Or is it just like, it happens? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I should have a, a beautifully concise answer for that. I don't. <laughs> it's, you know, right now my approach is cool. If we're not getting traffic from ads, where are we going to get traffic from? Cool. I'll increase my presence across all of our social platforms and my frequency. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, might not get clicked through, but at least we're getting our brand in front of more people. Yeah. Organic, organically, so to speak, and start to use, start to use our email subscriber base more frequently because we just dropped off completely from that over the last mm-hmm. year-ish, six months to a year. We just haven't used it. And I logged into Flowdesk the other day. I was like, oh, last time I looked, we only had 500 subscribers. Now we've got 1,200. Like, I should be really be making use of this. What's caused that change? Is that sales that are straining uh, into it? Yeah, I think changes, subtle changes on the website of opt-in, making opt-in kind of less, more, less friction, more friction, less friction. Less friction. With people, less friction with people opting into the newsletter. And I, I collected all the metrics on all our platforms. I was like, cool, Pinterest, how many impressions, how many subscribers, follows, whatever. Yeah. And I went through all the platforms and then I fed all of those metrics into GPT and said, gave it the context. And I was like, cool, which which avenues should I put my effort into? <laughs> and it was like mm-hmm. Instagram for engagement and email. Those should be your two focuses. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just do what the robot tells me to do, but I thought that was an interesting little insight. And, it, you know, intuitively that made sense to me anyway. I suppose the other wild card that I've been putting a bit more effort into is Pinterest because I feel like there's potential there. But So, yeah, to answer your question, pushing that much more actively, but also 
ensuring that we've got new products coming out because that does anecdotally historically that does really help with product sales is yeah. sort of getting new traffic and getting old customers re-engaged with us like by launching something new is a is a big one so mm-hmm. a couple of yeah. new products close to launch now so hopefully that works does the trick we'll see and then on the custom side of things just trying to be a bit more considered planned like cool what's what's our plan this week to hit our quoting target because this is the big one for us at the moment it's like we don't hit our quoting target Hmm. we just in terms of we don't what we don't get the sales target out the closing the sale yeah yeah, like we've got great conversion rate on our custom quoting. Like we're often yeah. hitting sort of 60% for a month of mm-hmm. conversion, which is awesome. But if we're not yeah, getting high. our quoting target, then obviously we're not going to hit our sales target. So trying to be yeah. a bit more deliberate and planned with that of like, right, this week, how are we going to get our quoting target next week? What jobs, what leads have we got that can mean that we hit our quoting target? You know, On, mm. on that note, I, I thought my website was broken or Google had like blocked us for some reason. Cause like we've yeah. had like our average just throwing it out there is I think over the last couple of years is 25 inquiries a month. It's gone up and down. I mean, last year probably screwed the pooch. I don't think we say that anymore. <laughs> screwed the leap, screwed, screwed, screwed the metrics the, where we basically like shut off for the largest part, most of our inquiries for mm. six months roughly a year of time so it's a little weird that's been different since i don't know august last year or something but we've just had like zero inquiries like we're talking like three since tw- the, the the 25th of february like three wow. total and it's like it should be like five a week roughly mm. you know at the peak of those times is 40 or 50 a month and i'm just like confused i went through and checked you know like I go through, I'm like, well, I'll go see if the website's still, you know, like the form isn't loading or something yeah. weird. Like I did incognito searches for things thinking like maybe we're been demoted. But I have like I SEO watching time. tools too that like Ooh. tell me like how we're tracking. I don't, God knows if they work, right? Like it's a free service that just like emails me once a week and it's like, you've improved 0.2%. And it's like, oh, cool. Sure, that's how, but it does, you know, nothing's, nothing set off an alarm and it's just so perplexing. Like you with your, you know, sales slump, you know, things. And then like our product sales, we had a big boost last end of last week. I was going to say like, it was like three orders in a day suddenly, and it hadn't been any for a few, you know, maybe a week. And then like, that ended up being like five orders in two days. And we're like, Mm. and it was similar products too. It was like, did, did we get posted somewhere? But like no analytics just really told me anything so i don't know uh that's why i was asking you questions about like how you're we, we've had this conversation a few times i think but it's just very perplexing it's like it's like mm-hmm. there's a movement of people's choice to purchase something you know meta metaphysically yeah yeah i don't know i don't know what seo watching tools are you using anything good yeah i can find it i'll search for seo in my inbox and see it See, it comes up. A lot of stacked marketer. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Much. I do try and I make a point it. of reading stacked marketer. Most of it's like, uh, whatever. I it's pretty, pretty like, yeah, yeah, I skim it for sure. 
half the time it's like sits in my inbox till the end of the day. I'm like, I'm not reading that today. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> I need to know about that. I can no. find that tool. I don't remember what it is. I always like yeah, cool. archive or delete it almost immediately when it says like things are fine. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. How are you liking the, Flowdesk? You mentioned you hadn't uh, used it a whole lot maybe, but yeah, still liking it. I haven't used it a whole lot at all. I haven't used it much at all, but dear. Yeah. And I still like it. Yeah. Yeah, Jay and I made a bit of a plan yesterday of just pulling, probably just using Flowdesk to design some email templates to bring all of our email communications in line with each other just visually because we've got the mm -hmm. generic Shopify ones going out on a purchase and we've got email newsletters which look different every time because I just like making it up and just... <laughs> Jay gets grumpy with me when I change fonts and change the style every time so yeah we had a good chat about just like how do we simply without going to too much effort just simply sort of tying all that visual collateral together a bit and making it a bit more consistent so when a customer gets a like butter email it's like oh that's a like butter email for sure yeah i think that's important i think it's yeah. easy to miss that shopify thing you were just mentioning there's a t bunch of templates that if you don't really dig in they're like default to like light teal and gray which isn't mm. offensive but it's just like it's just like shop you can tell it's like the shopify yeah. confirmation email and i noticed when i ordered something from somebody recently that they hadn't changed it i was like ah i almost feel like replying and saying like hey you should <laughs> like the mark my my consistency brain is like ah man that's a missed opportunity but i'm sure it's like most people don't care you know maybe in your market where people are more aesthetically attuned but cnc related folk are Maybe less. They don't care as yeah. much as they do about things for their house, I guess. Yeah, I'd, like I'm one of those people who really doesn't care, but so I find it challenging at times to get on board with that sort of brand consistency conversation. Like a, a few times now I've tried and failed to sort of start a brand guidelines package for butter. <laughs> and, you know, I open Figma and I drop a few assets in and I start sort of thinking about it and like my brain just quickly goes off somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because, yeah, I, I don't, maybe at, at like a sort of unconscious level I get, I'm sure I get value out of that from other brands and their consistency, like 100%, I'm sure I do, but at a conscious level, I'm like, oh, I don't care. Why does it matter if things look different every time? Doesn't that just make it more interesting? Dot, dot, dot. It's, you know, it's like, it's why I'm still stubbornly hanging on to my stupid scanned munted face as my um, Instagram avatar because it's like, if I just, if I just make that a black and white, black and white, like butter logo, then I just look like every other black and white yeah. logo on Instagram. Like, yeah, I changed it to my, it took me a long time, but I finally changed our things to my face as well. And it's not so much of like, I hope it doesn't come across this way as like an ego driven thing, but it's more like, I find it difficult to communicate with people on like a, like there's still such a, ah, it's cheesy, but like there's a, there's a form of a community sense, right? Like the whole Insta Machinist thing. And yeah. when it's just somebody's business name, and they never say who's responding. It is hard to like, I don't know. You don't feel any attachment to a company, right? Mm. Like that's kind of my new theory. My friend Craig told me this five years ago and I ignored him for three, four years, <laughs> six, probably seven years ago. I ignored him forever. And then I finally was like, dang it, Craig's right. You know, like 
every time I, you know, you DM somebody or chat, it's like, you don't think about it, but nobody wants to follow just a business. They want to follow somebody, you know, in a sense. And I think they get yeah. like when people message me, they say my name, even though they don't necessarily yeah. know who's managing Portland CNC's Instagram. I'm sure maybe they just maybe from this they know it's just me, <laughs> but uh, no team of people. Just, but it's just me, myself, and I. But I think it's important to a certain degree at this point, and I don't foresee us becoming a 50-person company anytime soon. So it, it's working for now, and I, I get what you mean. It's like maybe I need to like put a logo over my face or something, or like around my face. <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> I get. I get frustrated when I get DMs from, you know, nice people, nice people in the Insta maker community who just want to chat yeah. or ask me a question on, mm -hmm. like, they don't sign off with their name and then I look at the profiles, like, they don't have a name there either. I'm like, cool, hi. It's like, yes, I want to help you, but who are you? Yeah. You're, yeah. Talking to, you're talking to me like you know me, which is understandable, but I don't know who you are, even if I know your and brand. And then you try and connect that to other places, you you know, other handles or that somebody emails you and then you get a name and you don't see the company. And you're like, who the yeah. hell is this? You know, it's like, what? Is this? who am I talking to? And they, um, and they yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I anyway, think the my, my thought is to put some, even if it's in the, like your bio, if you own a company or you run an account, put your name in there somewhere. Who, who's running this? Because it, mm. it's just, it's helpful to other people. Yeah. Probably good for your business. I think so. Yeah, it always bugged me. I almost said growing up, <laughs> as if I'm growing up. That always, <laughs> always used to bug, bug me, like with friends, with other business, other businesses. And they would, the, with the use of we, the royal we of like, we can help you do blah, blah, blah. It's like, everyone knows it's just you. Like that used to irritate me for some reason. Sometimes now, though, because I, I've always done that. For the most part, because I don't like it to just sound like, you know, it's just a me business and I, I ignore that there are, there's other people that have and, and do work here. Mm. But yeah, at one point it was me for a long time and, and one of my friends was like, does somebody else work with you? You always say we. And I was like, hmm, yeah, mm. it's working. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, nice. Uh, yeah. Brand guidelines. Do you have brand guidelines? Because you're pretty consistent. You're I don't think so. Designer. It's just me doing all of it. There's something strangely easy about the Portland CNC thing where it's just so damn simple that like it's just two colors and like two fonts that I ever use. And I don't really get outside that all that often. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. At times I would, you know, in the past, other things, Knack or I had this other brand before that. I really struggled with consistency and it was like too black and white minimal and it just made it so hard to ever have any character to it or like it in itself it didn't feel like there was character so it always felt like you had to like i don't know i just it just never worked it, i always struggled with it so it's weird to me that this has just worked as well and i it was like a weekend project just like came out of nowhere like oh i should put up a website on squarespace so i need a logo mm, okay excellent yeah i like that I think I think brand guidelines are good, and even in their simplest sense, though, like for all the people you have, that if it's a, you know, a, a wiki article at its maximum, you know, like we end up mm. my most minimum thing is just make a thing, and it's like here's the hex color, here's, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be like the 
don't put it over a half tone unless this situation. <laughs> what are the fonts we use normally? You know, it's yeah. I made one a long time ago, a pretty extensive one when we started our first LLC, and it actually turned out pretty good. And it was like one of those like things you do in school where it's like this seems important, and then never looked at it again. You know? Yeah. Well, if it's all in your head, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 oh. weird thought I put on notes uh, last week. Sometime we broke a small barrier of which I've come to find out our energy bill went over $200 a month for the first time, which probably tells a lot of people a lot of things. Our energy is pretty cheap up <laughs> in the Northwest here. Yeah. It, you know, it's always been fairly consistent. And then we've added the mill. It's definitely gone up. And that month, I think it was last month, it was just more, more than we'd ever really done as a collective of machines and things. And I was thinking about how in a weird way, when you don't have renewable energy sources, which I would love, that is a weird bear, like a marker of success in a certain sense that like you've <laughs> broken a, an energy use because like, unless you have these sexy brother machines that regenerate, you know, spindle power, capture it and reuse it. Like even then you're still, if you're machining more, you're going to have higher usage. So it's like a weird half happy success mm. thing of like, ah, more energy, but also uh, wish it wasn't more energy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, a, an economic signal, really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I mm. saw, I uh, think, I think weirdly, like Saunders, the, the, the Bomb Johns were talking about, uh, were talking about their energy bills. And I think they were in the two to $3,000 a month range. And I was like, whoo, it's, yeah. it's a little different than what I'm used to. Yeah. When I was listening to that, I was like, gosh, I'm glad we got solar panels. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, what no, is, I what, know is what, you the, mean. what is that? Do you pay anything then? Is it just like, like the minimum fee? Uh, during winter, we pay three or four hundred dollars a month, and then over summer, oh. we kind of get that back per month. So it, over a year, it balances out to pretty much zero ish. Is this is the winter because you're heating, not because you're no, not producing there's, enough? There's less solar input. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, our power consumption is probably marginally higher during the winter, but not really. We don't really heat anything here. We've got a few little bar heaters under desks. That's mm. really the only difference. But no, I know what you mean about the power consumption thing. Like, there's something, there's something sort of attractive about, oh, this machine's like pulls 120 amps on startup and this one pulls, you know, 20 amps continuously. Oh. It's like... Yeah, something sort of sexy about that sort of power consumption game and metrics. So I can totally see how you could sort of be like, oh, we tipped over a, mm, something's changed, you know. We're, I always we're, wondered, we're, we're I think, utilizing our machines better. Yeah, right. I always wondered if, you know, when we would get to that point, because it, it, it had always been in the 100 to, like the previous max was $180 a month. And, mm. and I was like, wonderful, we should, we should probably buy, because I just know how little, you know, the, the machines are not running enough. So I know that the more we run, the more that's going to happen. So yeah, <laughs> just yeah. finally like we, we've we went over $200 a month. So it's just a Sorry. weird thought I had of like how that's like a, a plateau, I suppose, to break through. That's cool. I was confused by your acronym because you formatted it strangely. Gosh. Oh, didn't have the proper capitalizations. <laughs> I don't know how kilos Should, work. 
kilowatt hours. None of your like imperial power measurements over here. Thank you. Inch, yeah, inch like, pounds per watt. Exactly. Per, per mile. Per 5,234 feet. I might be wrong on that. Well. You got that, you got that, uh, that software button? I don't have that button. Da, 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 da. What's new in software corner? I do. In have software that corner, I got into the Bing AI. <laughs> Slippery slide. Sydney and I are friends. She's already told oh, me that she's, she's done with a conversation once. And it was like, I wasn't she? being aggressive at all. I was just, I think it, I think they've monikered her it, it, it female, potentially. Have they? Maybe not. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Maybe I'm just, and maybe I did that mentally. I don't know. It, they, the AI. Yeah. Why are we personifying this? Because <laughs> it's big. It's a, it's a computer. It's a, it's a real person. So I have, I currently have Bing on my devices or my, I just call it Bing, but it's Microsoft Edge. But the only thing I use it for is to use this chat feature. I've just been trying it out. And in particular, I found it incredibly difficult to, I'm not up on the market of water heating things. <laughs> and so we had this issue with ours where I have to replace it. And I think I'm gonna do it myself. It's way, way less costly. And so we're looking all through the types and I'm like, I cannot find, we have this weird space where it's short, it needs to go into. And like a tank water heater is what we basically have to get. And yeah. and I was like, I cannot sort any of these stupid like <laughs> r r retail places by the height of these things. So I was like, all right, Sydney, find me water heaters that are this 40 gallons and gas heating and under 50 inches tall. And it like, kind of did it a few times but then it would be like and i'd be like are, are, are you sure these are all under 50 inches tall and, and it was like i don't wish to continue this conversation anymore and i was like <laughs> was that offensive <laughs> like what is what and then like i'd try again and we get through a certain few steps of it and it would just like get confused and start telling me random things so i haven't found it to be incredibly useful yet it's kind of like they've hamstrung it or it's just not i think there's something to the chat GPT is evolving and not using new data all the time still, as far as I understand. Yeah, it's, it's still like getting better. Down. Yep. Yeah. That's it's man, it's been somewhat yeah. interesting. It's, it's testy. Yeah, I'd love to give it a whirl. I've found I've been using GPT more and more and I haven't run into the roadblock you had of needing to upgrade yet. It's just always there and available so far. But I'm Maybe sure my servers are more clogged by me. I'd say you have busier servers than we do, but um, yeah, it's working pretty hard for me. I love it. And I feel like mm -hmm. I'm getting better at using it, like getting better at setting up the right prompts and giving it the right context before it writes me the thing and all of that yep. stuff. And it, it makes such a difference. Like the whole, like, do you understand? Okay, I want you to do this. And they use these keywords. Do you understand? And like set all of that up. And then the outputs are mm -hmm. so much higher quality. It's great. It's good. Love it. For sure. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky on it this week too. So he's been doing yeah. more, more and more computer work in downtime, and he seems to be liking it too. So mm. I, I just feel like it's. I'm curious to see if you'll hit the wall of when it's not available and how quickly you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> now my brain works this way. What am I gonna do? I would. One thing which I haven't sort of looked into whether that's this is strictly a limitation or not, but I have been 
felt limited a little bit by like the separate chats and like I'll have a conversation mm. with it about a product and writing copy for it and then I'll have another conversation yeah. that's kind of still very much a lot similarly aligned with sort of business values, keywords, stuff like that. But I kind of want it to be, I kind of want it to remember all my conversations with me and put them all in the same context, in the same bucket. It's like, no, I've already yeah. explained, I've already explained to you like the key benefits of Kid Parts. Why do I have to input those keywords yeah. in here again? Because you should remember that from last time. And I'm sure that'll yeah, come, I but. Just asked. I, I didn't know because it is evolving pretty quickly. Just asked mine. Do you remember my last conversations? I'm sorry, but as an artificial intelligence language model, I do not have the ability to remember previous conversations with individual users. But yeah, it's got to. I mean, like once it is, like that. That was Erin's first comment when I was urging her to start using it, and she was like, "I want it to sound like me, though. You know, like I want it to be use my tone." And mm. I was like, oh, "It's definitely going to be coming, right?" Like somebody's there's so many different tools like i tried the shopify auto write thing kind of sucks but um <laughs> but everybody's trying this kind of thing right like everybody yeah. there's going to be so many versions of this kind of stuff out there where yeah i don't know mm. yeah i'm there's sure like i watched i watched that amazing do you watch corridor crew at all on youtube those visual Once effects in a while. guys i'll get Once shown some of those yeah there was one a recent video of theirs where they make an anime film where they hmm. sort of tra train Midjourney to rotoscope their live action footage into like a 90s style anime. It's very impressive yep. result. Yeah, that's crazy. Shitload of work as well, still setting it all yep. up and getting it to not flicker like crazy between frames and pretty amazing what they did. But, um, blows my mind. I've lost my train of thought. It's gone. The vital clause of a secret pact between two European countries. I want you to memorize it. Oh, go ahead. The first part of it goes like this. Wow, wow. But no, just being able to train an AI model in your likeness or in your voice, I feel like at some point I'll just be able to dump a bunch of my writing into one of these things and it'll be like, okay, cool. I can write like you. Yeah, for sure. Your tone, your, your quip, your you know sense of humor or whatever it is, like... Yeah, that's that's how we got the discussion going with Ricky the, last week or this week about using GPT again because I was using Descript for something and we got in the conversation of like, oh, do you think? Oh, he brought up that like somebody somebody has trained a voice model on Barack Obama and like somebody else, and like in particular Descript is their terms of services like we don't want you training anybody that's not like you like you don't yeah. make don't make famous people models and i long like last year had tried out and dumped in like 10 minutes of my voice and they had some trial and i made it do me and it sounds like me without the right tone often and then i don't pay for it so after a thousand of its like words it accepts it just makes gibberish which I'll throw some in here and you'll you'll enjoy that. This is the kind of gibberish you can make without jibber for the full overdub feature on Descript. That's not enough jibber jibber. Let's talk about jibber in season software corner. Jim and the jibber live in Melbourne. Um, I look forward to it. Yeah. Awesome. But I, whenever I try and use it, because like the point, I think the simplest version of it's like you try to infill like if I if you misspeak or 
theoretically you can just type in it and it's supposed to speak as that voice but yeah. it that's going to be a huge problem you know like it probably already is you know in a certain sense that like you can get people to you can deep fake all the different ways and mm. pretty soon we won't even have to do this podcast anymore yeah oh on that sad nudge no um, yeah I was joking. I do it for no, no. I, I do it for for the human connection. <laughs> That's good. Me too. Funny says, that says the robot voice. Don't tell Don. Sometimes I just don't know what to say, so I say nothing at all. Call Don. Yes. Human. Mm. Chippy's coming right up to the door. Chippy's doing its. Doing its second round of cleanups. Oh, that's what you runs call out it. of juice in the morning. Runs for about an hour or fifteen, and then it goes and charges up, and then does whatever else it thinks it needs to do. It's cute. It makes me it's want to so bring out clear. home one into work and see how it goes. Oh, it just did a whole little song right by the by the door. I heard it. It just talked to you. I hated the noises it. at home. I turned all the noises <laughs> off because it kept getting stuck and it would go, ah, help me. And like, it pissed me off. So I turned them all off. And like here, Ricky and I just think it's hilarious. This is just like out of context, I think. It was funny seeing that floor plan map of what it had done in your workshop. You could see where the CNC was, but the, everything else was like, whoa. Yeah, I'm sure ours would look just as crazy, not more. It looks really weird because it didn't go into the mill room and it yeah. didn't scan the bathroom. And But it is really interesting to see. Like I, the other day I was thinking actually, because I can, it's set up with the Alexa dingus thing. And so you <laughs> Alexa can, dingus. yeah, you can, you can tell it to go clean specific rooms, which is interesting. So I've set Ooh. up spaces, not that I really like, it was mostly to show it in the video, but then I was thinking like, no, but that's like kind of useful that I can go, go clean around the, the table saw, you know, like just yeah. that. And it stays within a little boundary that it knows. And, awesome. um, or like, you know, same with the, the shop saber, like you can basically just make a room anywhere. So yeah, it's been, did you, did you play any like indoor sports, like on a gym floor? No. Or have... Like in like school PE type thing on a gym floor is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, sure. I've been in a so, gym. So you know, like yep. when the floor is really clean versus when it's kind of dirty, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. your shoes like stick better, and it's like it's. I immediately noticed the first day when I walked in. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like a fresh gym floor now. Like we can play <laughs> basketball in here. Cool. That's amazing. It's like a thing. Even brooming, right? Like since it's not sucking at the same time, you're not really getting. That dust Broom. up, and I would have never had any concept of that without this stupid little robot. Oh, brooming with so, Justin. Yes. Would you like now? Got it. Cool. What are you Shall up to? Yeah. Uh, what am I up, uh, up to? I don't know. Oh, kid, kid. I love the name Kid Planta, by the way. Do you? Yeah, I like that. Do you? It was a very. Do you not like it? No, no, I'm happy with it. It was a real group decision. There's a lot of chatter on Slack about it. And I got to kid a plant and then Jay tipped me over the line to kid a planter for the alliteration of kita planter, which I liked. So yeah, it's thanks everybody. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Is it, I was trying to, you don't have it anywhere online yet, right? Nah. Nah. Also, all of these weird words you're making up they're very brand savvy because then if you search for this, you're going to find your thing. 
it's not gonna like that's right who else has used the the, the words kidda planta i it literally does not come up as a google result right now so I know, isn't that amazing that, that ought to be good I've, that's so rare now to get a zero result in Google. I did that and yesterday. It took I was point, like, right, took, that seals the deal. That's the name. It took 0.38 seconds to find nothing too, which is, that's impressive. <laughs> Usually like milliseconds. Very good. Cool. All right. Well, I'll go and sell some things. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I'm going to go mill some stuff. I was in the mill middle of... Mill, of sizing some eight mil holes on the mother pallet and my device went you're about ready to have a podcast and it's like oh okay hold on let's go do that real quick quick feed hold yeah, don't put your I clean t-shirt on tur- I, I turn the lights off save some energy mm, good good all right see ya all right bye Man. my point cool. is um kid a plant coming out ish ish maybe next week Nah, nice. maybe the week after. We found a really green, beautiful, lush space, which we can Ooh. hire to go and shoot it. So I think we're going to try and do that. Yep. A venue with lots of plants that we can hire pretty cheaply. Mm-hmm. Shoot some products. So might try and do that next week if we can get a booking. Yeah. I will. I got an idea here. I was going to link mm. to it on, on here, but I'm just going to link to the, the search result. So eventually it'll show up. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Sweet. Cool, man. We'll have a good now one. Now we're just going to get weird results. Yeah, you too. Oh, good I see day. what you've done. That's cute. Nice. Thank you. I see what you've done. Bye. Oh, yep. What have you done? Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Oh, hi. You were so quiet. Didn't even know you were there. Look at that one. That one looks like a dog. Oh, yes. Squirrel. <laughs>